and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Allow me to read from Psalm 119, verses 25 to 32 in the NIV. I'm going to read from the NIV this morning. Verse 25. I am laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. I gave an account of my ways and you answered me. Teach me your decrees. Cause me to understand the way of your precepts that I may meditate on your wonderful deeds. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Keep me from deceitful ways. Be gracious to me and teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set my heart on your laws. I hold fast to your statutes, Lord. Do not let me be put to shame. I run in the path of your commands, for you have broadened my understanding. You know, the psalmist opened this section with such rich imagery. He said, I am laid low in the dust. Okay. And so we don't know exactly the author of this particular psalm, who, who he was, but we can imagine what he must have been going through. Maybe his enemies were at the city gates. Maybe he was brought low by hardship and poverty and suffering. Maybe he was wrestling with the effects of sin in his life. Whatever it was, it's very clear, being low, laid low in the dust meant he was near death. Okay, He was desperate. Death was within sight. And in this desperate state, his next words is where this psalm turns. His words that immediately follow. Still in verse 25 when he said, Preserve my life. The NESB says, translates it as, Revive me according to your word. So this psalm confronts us with a question of when we are in a desperate state, when we feel like we are near death, or in verse 25, when it says, when his soul was uh, filled with sorrow, Weary with sorrow. Verse 28, what do we do? Where do we turn? Where do we go? Okay. Do we depend on external help? Do we demand ayuda from the government or help from friends and family? Do we, you know, vent on social media? For the psalmist, God was his refuge. His first instinct was to run to God, was to cry out to God and His Word. I'm sure it's safe to assume the psalmist's um, family and friends and community eventually met his needs, and that's how God also meets our needs. But the point is, his first response, his initial default response was to go to God. In fact, verse 27 says, He sought to understand the precepts of God. He, he cried out to God. He meditated on the works of God. He chose the way of faithfulness. 
he set his heart on the laws of God and held fast to God's statutes. And he ran in the ways of God. By the way, in this psalm, you know, that's all interchangeable. The word of God, his laws, his statutes, his precepts, all of that really means, uh, refers to the word of God. And so the psalmist's response during hardship is increased and continued devotion to God. The deeper he was in trouble, the more he went to God and his word. And notice what the psalmist didn't ask for. He didn't ask God for, provide for me, give me money, or save me, you know, kill my enemies. That wasn't his prayer. What was his prayers? Bring me to the word of God. I want to understand your word more. In his near-death situation, he asked for the word of God. Life for him consisted of devotion to God, not better circumstances or more opportunities. Now, I wanted to highlight his words in verses 30 and 31 when he said, I have set my heart on your laws and I hold fast to your statutes. To set your heart in the original Hebrew meant to become like, to resemble, to become more like something. And so when you combine that with holding fast, what the psalmist was saying was through our continued devotion, when we abide in the word of God, we are shaped into his image more and more every day, where we begin to desire what he desires. We begin to understand the way God sees our lives and the world. That's what it means to continually abide in the word of God and in him. It's kind of like, you know, how we or people we know, they resemble their parents. You know, either through mannerisms or the way they talk or, or maybe even physically. And a lot of that is because of the, just the time we spend with our parents, right? We naturally begin to imbibe their personalities, their characteristics, their habits. It's the same thing with God. You know, as we draw and abide in His presence, the more we take on. The Bible says that we are made into His image more and more every day. And the more we desire what God desires. And that's why, again, this psalmist challenges us to cry out to God first. Think about that. One, what other, the other term we use for our daily spiritual disciplines is what? Daily devotions. In other words, when we start our day out by reading the Word of God and prayer, it's basically our way of telling God, Lord, I am devoting my life, and particularly this day, to you first. And especially when we start off by prayer before we talk to other people or go on social media or anything, we're telling God, Lord, I cry out to you first before I talk to anyone else in the world. That's why spiritual disciplines and our daily devotion, it's a very important expression of our relationship and devotion to God. So just as I close, allow me to ask you, who or what is your anchor in life? Who or what is your life vest or salbabida? Ani salbabida mo? in this life when you are desperate and brought low. And my prayer is that for all of us, God 
is our go-to person, our first instinct. And just as I close, I tell my kids this. If there's only one thing I ever taught you or imparted to you, may it be this, that in times of need, you go to God first. I'm here for you. I'll always be here for you. I will help you however way I can, but go to God first. And so on that note, why don't we worship once again the one who truly deserves our worship and our prayers. In the power of resurrection, in the sharing of suffering, to be shaped into your image, I want to know you, I want to know you. In the parting of the waters, in the fires of the furnace, in the shadow of your refuge, I want to know you, I want to know you. In the days of revival, in pursuit of the broken, in the glory of your purpose, I want to know you, I want to know you. In the days of the waiting, in the fire, in the straining, till there's just one thing remaining. I want to know you, I want to know you. I want to know you, I want to know you, Lord. And I know I don't deserve this, only you make me worthy. So I keep preaching over. Just before you go, allow me to bless you with the word of grace from God out of Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and may he keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May 2022 bring you the riches of the goodness of the, and the grace of God. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.